Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip. It's off the hard. I'm the neighborhood pusher. Call me subwoofer. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people of the Shy City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Friday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey Rej. Yes, sir. Sam's been the one and twos. Your number is 736 we are broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios, and this first segment of the day is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the sports crime. 736-9760. What's up, man? I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's up, Sam? You ready? Yes, sir. All right, man. All right. Let's see. What do we have to get to today? Um... Let's see here. We got quite a bit. I mean, we've got the NBA playoffs. We've got also uh, we got the FedEx. We got the second leg yeah. of the FedEx um, golf. Your boy played players. well yesterday. I, I didn't pay too much attention to it, but I did see he fired a three under. Right. And I don't know where that put him at, but I guess it was all tied. Of yes, as of that. yesterday, it was tied for thirtieth. Hmm. But yeah, okay. he played well yesterday. Okay. Is he out already? Did he go off today? I'll, I'll, I'll look right now. Okay. So we've got that going on. NFL. Um, Ron Rivera, man. Uh, let it be known yesterday that uh, he's dealing with cancer. Just got diagnosed. Uh, you know he's going to be moving forward. Uh, still with attentions to coach. Um, you know this is like this is a rare type of cancer that's treatable. Uh, you know it's a form of skin cancer. Uh, was looking at it yesterday. So. Um, you know, he's in the early stage of it. It's going to be – it's one of those things, I think, my opinion, I know he wants to move forward and still coach, but it's really going to depend on how he feels in the next three or four weeks after they start uh, treating this and, and, and going through radiation you, and chemo and stuff. We'll have to see how he, his body feels. Do you think they caught this because they're doing so much COVID testing, or is this just one of those things? Good, that, good question. I didn't know. I mean, where I was reading on it, it didn't say anything about him, a normal visit. I think I did see that he said that he was – it, it was a, it was like a lump on the back of his neck oh, that okay. hadn't gone away for a while, and then he went in and got it checked. Yeah, that's what kind of the words that he was explaining on how it went down. Um, so thoughts and prayers out with Ron. I know I've been hard on him uh, for the coach in between the lines. I have my views, but again, he's a he's a former player in the NFL uh, with the '85 Bears. He's a uh, member of the National Football League, and cancer, regardless. Uh, usually puts all stuff aside, and that's something that uh, usually everybody's dealt with or have somebody know that you've dealt with it. So thoughts and prayers out to Ron. Also, uh, Kansas City Chiefs are having to make some changes to their traditions of what they are used to. 
Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, they've had it's been tradition. A lot of their fans, you know, they come with the war paint. Uh, they come with the uh, the Chiefs hat, the feathery hat, whatever. Right. They're they're doing away with that. Um, and then the last thing I heard is I think the chop is under talk. As the well talk, too. the chop is under talk. Yeah, uh, with the war paint and all that. Um, yeah, I know when once this stuff went down with Washington, I've never looked at Kansas City and what they've done is maybe being offensive to some of the others that have caught things, but um, it is the climate that we're living in. It's going to be interesting on Kansas City. I mean. I don't know. I mean, you know, you got the Atlanta Braves. They've done the Tomahawk job. I mean, Atlanta's they've drawn their land, their uh, their spikes in the sand, man. They're not. They they're not don't changing. look they're changing too much in regards to their name or whether their tradition of Tomahawk job. But yeah, it's topic of discussion um, in the Chiefs defending championship world. Um, also, uh, football related. Uh, CBS uh, has come out with the top twenty projected rookies with the most impact at the wide receiver position. Y'all got some injuries up there, don't you? Well, you know, People Todd Davis. People tagging me like, hey, check on Calvin, check on Calvin. What about Todd? The Todd Davis is, is he, you know, he he dealt with the strain last year. They're trying to downplay it a little bit. Okay. And then uh, Hamilton, the second round uh, yeah. wide receiver, he's dealing with the hamstring thing. They're taking it there lightly or whatever, but there's other. So the top 20 issues. rookies at top wide receiver? rookies that, that are projected to make okay. the most uh Impact. You don't look at that. Also, yeah, we get time. We'll get to that. And also, uh, college football. I mean, now, I mean, it's the way of 2020. I mean, uh, but the Big Ten parents have taken to the streets in protest along with some of their players. Um, Big Ten commissioner said, y'all wasting y'all's time. Go home. Man, they I mean, said, I, said that the, he said the decision's been made. Y'all are wasting y'all's time. Yeah, well, he's and, and let me tell you, that brother's sweating but bullets behind closed doors because it's really going to come down to again. I'll keep saying this: how the ACC, the SEC, and the Big Twelve handles this because if it goes on unhitched and um, there's no, you know, if you don't have a situation what you have in baseball, every other day there's a game being postponed and pushed back. Uh, precautions. If you don't have that at a rapid pace in the college season, um, and they go on to crown a national champion, which they will, uh, and possibly what actually is salt into the wound if they use the regular college format and they don't change anything like that. Now, it's going to be interesting with the committee and how they have to change their structure for this one unique year because there's really no out-of-conference schedules that people are going to be able to run to uh, to gauge this. Uh, but if that all goes on without a hitch, uh, that brother for the Big Ten commissioner is is in the hot seat along with the Pac-12. Somebody's going to want some heads to roll because it's hundreds of millions of dollars they're losing and TV deals. Um, of course, any little ticket sales. Again, I stand by this was more of a money decision with the Big Ten and Pac-12 in reference to wanting to shell out, like you said, the amount of money for testing, not being able to play in front of 80,000, 100,000 people in the big house uh, in the shoe, things like that went into this, the more than just the players you know, uh, safety, uh, you know, because there is no way I believe, even though I was never down with it from the get go, uh, but I didn't really see college being able to step up with this amount of testing and resources of that. I might have overlooked that, but there's no way that there's two or three experts and doctors that are just given so much of different information uh, to the Big Ten and Pac-12 that makes them no way, no how. It's no way when you got three of the major five conferences uh, moving on uh, as scheduled. 736-9760. But the NBA uh, playoffs go on. And before we get to the beatdown between the uh, Lakers bouncing back, 
um, which I totally forgot it was going down yesterday, but uh, the lottery in the NBA they chose. I didn't realize they were doing that yesterday. Uh, Maybe because we're off. But, yeah, they chose, and I think, what, the Spurs came in at 11? Yes, sir. Not bad. That's not bad at all. That's higher than what they've been in a long time. Um, Who do they have representing them? Do they have? Cause I, I know because I know I didn't, uh, I didn't staff watch. was representing. I didn't watch Golden. it. My phone just blew Go, up when Golden. they got the eleventh pick, but I didn't watch it. I was Bruce. ripping and running. I think it was one of the Holt kids, one oh. of the younger ones. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well. So do I have to go to this? <laughs> Stop. Really? Won't they hurt him sell this already? You don't know the that. The Holt kids. Okay. But they sent them and Reverend Dan. We couldn't bring. Like, what if, I mean, Day wouldn't do anything? I mean, Tim can leave Blackjack for a Stop little bit. It. The first time that they've been in the, the lottery in 22, 20 some years. And okay. But anyway. Uh, was that weird for you? That's what I, my, that's what my question to Twitter is. Was it weird sitting around in the lottery as a Spur fan? Something you've never done. And well, not never. Well, some of y'all, right. some of y'all have never been Younger in the lottery. Generation. You know, uh, so was that weird? For my Twitter Spur fans to sit around and be looking at the lottery for the first time in 23 years. It might be weird for them, but they better... Uh, Stop it. They better Don't get go. used to it, at least for another year or so, too. Um, they almost made the playoffs this year. Rudy, man, if you look at what's going on in the bubble and you look at the talent of the teams, for one, if you even just look at a couple teams that are not even here, uh, they, will be, they will be scrapping to get that eighth or seventh uh, spot for the la- for the next couple years to come, that's my opinion. Unless something just totally, uh, you know, changes in one eighty in the off season with free agent acquisitions, maybe a trade, uh, you know, maybe if they find this diamond in the rough at at eleven, who knows? But the next couple years, the way the West is stacked up, they're going to be fighting like hell just to get into eight. So I'm saying, I'm not saying this is going to be a thing where they're in the lottery for the next four or five years. I'm not trying to say that. I know what but saying. get ready but for maybe a back to back, a back to back, you know, because I, I mean, I mean, hell, you got to say the way the way the Spurs is stacked up right now. I mean, are, are they are they can you automatically say without a doubt they're better than the Phoenix team that's sitting at home? No. Can you uh, can you I mean, can you automatically say that they're better talent wise than the Sacramento Kings sitting home? No. Yes. I, don't know I won't that. say yes to the Phoenix Suns, but I say yes to the Kings. I'm just answering your question. Okay, that's your opinion. I, I and the reason why I say no, what I judge it off of, I don't know what you judge. I judge it off to where these teams I'm talking about, they're bona fide two guys that you know that you know what they've showed it, they're gonna be there. And when I talk right. about Devin Booker, the kid eight out of Arizona that he took. When you look at Sacramento, Darren Fox, he dealt with injuries toward the end. They played with him pretty much even before the stoppage of the season, and then he wasn't really there. He was there in the bubble, but didn't really, you know, had to sit out the first right, few right, games. Right. Uh, your guy, Buddy Yill, that you like is over there. So that's I what I judge with the uh, with the uh, with the Spurs, right? But uh, we'll, I mean, we'll see how it goes. But I, I, I think most people should tell wanna, you that it felt <laughs> weird. I would like a stretch big. I mean, we agreed on that. Yeah. We agreed on that a long time ago. Stretch big is what I'm looking for if it's there. You know, I don't know who's going to be there at 11. College basketball season was cut short. You always get to yeah. see somebody in the in the uh, tournament that kind of breaks out. Right now you got like 10 guys that everybody's – I would say 7 to 10 guys that everybody knows about. And um, 
the rest is kind of like, hey, we'll see what happens. But, I mean, they found Keldon. They found Lonnie. Mm-hmm. Who knows about Luka Simonich? Who knows how, how that's going to turn out? So, trust Derek White, Murray. Trust the process. A lot of fans that I've seen comments on social media and that has messaged me, everybody's on the bandwagon of packaging this up and trading it. Uh, I mean, well, I've seen that, but I just what do people want from the Spurs? I think they want them to try to move up. I think they want. No, I'm take, saying what would other team want? Oh, I don't what know. Can you well, of course, up? you know the 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 uh, the wishful thinking is that you would be able to pack this 11 pick up with either Demar or Lamarcus and go on. Uh, like I said, those are two wild cards that I feel like if they, if in my opinion, if, if they. If they wanted to, like, we don't even know, really, in my opinion, that I think we're dealing with two individuals, speaking of DeMar and LaMarcus, that probably if you had to ask me that I don't know if they really want to be here any longer. If they want to, if they right. really think San Antonio is their destination or where they're going to basically go ahead and finish their career here. But um, it, it probably should feel weird. Most people, it should feel weird to you. Um, but at the same time, I think you should be excited a little bit because this is type of the process, you know. Steph was just sitting there cheesing because Steph was like, hey, man, yeah, this is nice. We're getting the number two overall. No way the league was going to let Golden State get number one out of Minnesota. But Minnesota got it. Um, Golden State, they're finishing number two. That And honestly, with Golden State, because I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I honestly would say that's on the table with them that they could easily look at packaging that two up yes. and trading it and telling, like, yo, yes. Giannis gets bounced out of yes. here. Go ahead and kick it. Work for Anthony yes. Davis. Start kicking and screaming you want out of here. We'll and give him this number two. two and with that and two, Draymond might be in it, depending on who's coming back. Mm-hmm. 736-9760. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcast here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza. Don't forget to check out their newest location in Alamo Ranch. They have a drive through at that location. They still have Leon Springs location operating as well. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right. So, um, sticking with NBA, let's jump right into it. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see what the Spurs do with that 11th pick. Got a lot of message from people saying, hey, you know they're just going to go ahead and probably draft a foreigner with the level and they'll be down in Austin. <laughs> it's their credit report. Get them, Calvin. What's wrong with that? And just a lot of you already. Just, I mean, because you got, like I said, I get it. I've seen it more now. You got section of people that are, are are tired of pop because of the political views and the stands and that, and they they're whatever you say cheering their success. Then you got a sports a portion of Spurs fans that's kind of bought in, kind of what I've said a little bit. The fact like, go, how do we get to this point? And like, what are we doing? And there's no direction. And then you got the other ones that are just go Spurs go, and uh, you know. That's just right. it. So, well, the, at this point, though, uh, uh, over at eleven, an overseas project and a college player at eleven are the same thing. They might be great, they might be trash. Like, let's not act like like uh, taking someone in eleventh that's coming out of college 
is just going to be head and shoulders better than someone coming out of the uh, uh, from overseas. They're both a crapshoot. Right. But so I don't know why people get so upset about the overseas well, thing. this is what At I think. At least the overseas guys have been playing grown men. This is what I think is happening and is going to continue to only get worse as the years come around unless they turn this thing over or whoever's going to coach, whether it's Pop coaching another two years, going, Becky, whoever. What's happening is, is now that you're dealing with, you say, the sense about being normal and the Spurs out of the playoffs – you're looking at a situation where now the fans that basically we were out of sports for four months, you've got basketball back, and now since your team of what you used to seeing is no longer there, you start to focus on other basketball. And when you look at these other teams and you look at their talent level and you started stressing like, man, when are we going to get back? And you come back from a town that's five championships there. Like I said, New England's going to go through this with the Patriots. Everybody's gonna go like it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen what to 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 Alabama when Nick decides to retire, right. and they're gonna go. When you get the thing, you start your the patience are gonna run thin. You are coming from a situation where you you you're eight seed back to back a couple years of seven eighth, and you've really been a seventh eighth team. I know it's a process. I know we talked about it. You say hey, well look at you know look at the Mavericks. How long they have to suck? This is gonna grow and grow until they find that guy, or until they find one or two guys. Say you know what. That's the guy that we can build off of. You know, I tell you, in the desert, the Suns feel like a million dollars. They're fans. Just and they didn't even get, but now for the sense of hope, they got like, man, we got a bunch of young guys that care about it. We got Devin Booker ready to go. I mean, hell, Devin Booker's out of the bubble. He's already running uh errands with Kylie and buying dog food. I see the paparazzi <laughs> caught him. I mean, they I know that, that they can already go ahead and 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 you can build on that. And I think the frustration, like, don't draft somebody at eleven and park them down in Austin. And maybe I think this experience with the Austin bubble that works, pop, man. But Austin I think, works. Okay, but I think Pop, this situation has probably changed Pop a little bit. Absolutely. In regards to where that. whoever that is 11, he's probably maybe not having to spend that much time in Austin or he's going to get some run in that way. I think that has changed him. You know, I think what, that's the just the Keldon experiment? All of it. Just the fact of where they're at. How the young guys responded, and this is it. But the, the the I don't care who it is, eleven, whether it's a stretch big or whoever it might be, whether it's foreign or domestic. At the end of the day, the way this team finished in the bubble and the way they played, I don't see how they continue to grow and be able to play like that with uh, D twelve in the lineup. Okay, notice I called D twelve. Why is yeah. D twelve? Because that group was trash. I mean, I love Eminem, but that group, especially as we wait a week from today. Mark it on your calendar. The Locks album, we've been waiting for damn near oh, 20 when years. Does it come out? Next Friday. Next Friday. I've heard the first singles fire with it's it's a different like time. It's, it's time to get it back to with all this this mumble rap stuff. The one that the, the single one they got with, with DMX. You know Nas P- dropped too. Nas is out. Yeah, but Nas has been there. We, we're talking about we we Nas is like mainstream guy. We're talking about the wow. guys that really didn't nah, get the recognition that's lyrically talent pound for pound. Week from today. Marketing calendar. Okay, back. Yeah, so D12. Today I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. 
Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. You know? Like, thank God, like, you know, D12 and all well, those he guys. Has, he's under contract for another year. All I'm telling you, I'm not saying he's going anywhere. I'm just saying, how does, how does, just ask you, how does that team play like they did in the bubble with him in the lineup? How they do they grow? They can't. Okay. Okay. The, That's a big dilemma. That's a dilemma. And Pop knows more basketball than I do in two lifetimes, and I'm trust me. He won't say it publicly. He knows it. That's gonna, be, but that's why he's popping. You gonna have to figure it out because I I don't know. And I think maybe that had a little bit doing with like, yo, Lamarcus, just get the injury. You know, right? Pop was very candid that he knew that this wasn't a championship run team. He knew their chances in the bubble, and it was like, Lamarcus, just get healed. We don't know. And I think that was a mutual thing to where they don't know really what his future is gonna be. It's not gonna be easy to move him, but that's the deal when you look at the landscape of the West. Now, back to the action at hand in the bubble and the playoff teams. So the Lakers bounce back and do a beatdown on uh, Portland. Portland didn't even come out of the ballroom. They didn't come out of their rooms uh, yesterday. Yeah, they uh, 111 to 88. And your question is, um, was this Portland taking a night off out of exhaustion after five yeah, straight after playing, months? Not, that? Like nine straight. I, I think it was a little bit of both. I'm not going to discredit the Lakers uh, that much. I think Portland, they were focused. They knew they were going to get punched back. I think Portland just really in the first quarter and after that, they were still getting the shots they wanted early. They just wasn't falling. They, they, the, the middle thing wasn't falling. And they were too and, – and, and Whiteside didn't give them what he gave them in game one. They got bullied on the boards. Credit to Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis made it a point to exert he came himself. Out on, he came out. He came, He heard. He heard you. He heard me. He came out with his hair on fire. Yeah. Well, with, with the, whatever tomorrow, them old dogs. Yeah. He. Them they, old dog no, braids. They they punched they him in the terrible. mouth and they couldn't respond and they, Portland just couldn't hit a bucket to stay alive and you could just tell that game was pretty much over. Um, probably about midway Amen. of the second quarter because if there was going to be a run, I anticipated Portland would have made a run that second quarter. They did it. So uh, it's game on now, and I think really what's going to have to happen is that, um, you know, in what I'm interested in game three, just looking ahead of that, is that if C.J. McCullough, you know, C.J. McCullough could be due for one of those well, C.J. games. I, yes, I thought you – and you texted me the other day that you didn't even know that he had a broke – yeah, I, I didn't thought, know. Yeah, I didn't know his fracture. back was broken. He's dealing with a fracture. But the thing is, remember that game C.J. McCullough had last year, you know – in the playoffs, I forgot. I think it was against Denver. It was you, Game Seven against Denver. Okay. Went nuts. And so, and I believe if this series is going to stretch to six or seven games, you're going to see one of those games from CJ McCullough. He's going to have to step up and kind of help Even Dame with the out. Back. It, it maybe not a 35-40, but I think last night Portland all lacked confidence in shooting the ball, for the exception of the kid that's been on fire since they had in the bubble. He hit some threes to try to stop the bleeding, but it was Lakers night. Lakers looked like they knew they they played like they were on the road because they played with the focus of that they got to get it done and they've got to assert itself. LeBron was aggressive from tip. LeBron was mic'd up. Did you hear LeBron? I think that's like, yo, man, that's our ball. Yeah, it sounded like He's everybody like, saying it sounded like LeBron. when you're at open gym and somebody trying to walk out with the ball you brought. <laughs> what he goes, hey, that's our ball. Portland was about to take it, too. They were about to be but slick. down 30, and Dame dislocates his finger on Anthony Davis' foot. No bueno, especially even though it's his offhand, with somebody that handles the ball as much as Dame, that's going to be an issue. Trust me. Mm. 
Well, that's why I say it's time for CJ to step yeah. up. 736-9760. You listen to the Sports Crowd. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J. Sam's been the one and twos. All right, this next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Smoothie King, they have a variety of different flavors. Go check them out. Also, if you're looking for immune builders, they have those as well. Help you uh, build your immune system and shed some pounds, uh, the quarantine pounds. That is Smoothie King, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, so we'll see how the reaction is game three. I do agree with you with Dame Lillard and the finger, even though the good thing is nine is not shooting hand, but maybe that he will said affect he was gonna it. Play. Uh, oh, of course he's going to play. He's got no choice. As much as stuff he's been looking for smoke for the last in the bubble, he's going to have to go out there as long as his ankles ain't broken. He's going to have to play. But I, I anticipate, um, I'd be surprised my, and until they prove me wrong, I just don't believe that this Laker team can put together two, three games of stretch in any series like that. Really? I don't. I, I don't. I and, and if I'm wrong, I'll come on here and say I'm wrong because a lot of it has to do not so much talent. It's just I I'm, I like Frank Vogel. I think he's a good guy. I just don't know if he's the right guy to deal with those two dudes and to make the role because yesterday's performance was pretty much LeBron and Anthony Davis Really putting KCP the fear in. back. Right. But I think they set the tone in the ballroom oh, and in the hotel on the day off. They put the other role players in fear. Like, look, man, y'all's ass better be ready to go because there's no way in regards to this whole thing, what Anthony Davis has done to get to L.A., even though these are uncharted territories, we're doing stoppage for three months, they know that the only way they can go out in the first round. Yeah, Brian, we built different, dog. We built, we built different. Damn it. They let LeBron have the mic on him. He gets... He gets amped up. But no, but Anthony Davis, like, white side's got to come, you know, uh, more correct. Even how and, – and my thing with Dwight Howard, like, man, you got a reputation, dog. You foul away from the basket so much, but you complain. Him and white side, I he expect the Kermit. the entire game. White Howard told him, like, man, you're too big to be flopping, man. He's like, stop that. I read lips. He was on white. He's like, man, stop it. You've been here too long. somebody's lips. Yeah, because they all with the camera just gets there. Speaking of that, before we leave that game, did you have you paid attention to the Mark Jackson and uh, George Carl beef? Mark Jackson, George Carl beef? No, man, uh, they're going at each well, other. Well, let me rephrase that. Beef is that there's because Mark Jackson hasn't had a chance to respond yet. But this is the deal. So I think it was in game Take one, to the okay. Portland and uh, L.A. LA. Van Gundy, they're doing the commentary and this and that, and Van Gundy says, "Hey." Carmelo Anthony has been, uh, you know, stepped up this and then Mark Jackson perfectly like, look, Carmelo's been shamed in this league for the last few years. His defense has become in question for everybody. And this guy lost 15 points, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Gundy, and Gundy's like, hey, well, well, first of all, he goes, you don't think that it's been validated that his defense, that, you know, he's making a conscious effort now, but he will look at his stops he had not be. And uh, Mark Jackson's like, look, he goes, what people don't talk about, he goes, where are those stops at? 
You're not going to hold those people accountable if you don't make Carmelo. He's playing defense now. He plays with Portland now. This is all Mark Jackson said. This goes so I hold those other stops where you're accountable. And Gunny's like, well, you know, George Mark, Carl said, was one of them. George Carl was listening to the game. He was watching the game. He never. Mark Jackson never said George Carl's name. But he said don't nothing. stop. So that would be, let's say, is Mark Jackson. Look at it. All Knicks, the Knicks coaches and then D'Antoni. Right. Right. Okay. So George Carl's watching the game. So George Carl grabs the Twitter, and he says, "I'm I here know. listening to Mark Jackson's play by play." And I heard, and keep in mind, Mark Jackson never said George Carl's name, but George Carl said, um, I see the shots that's fired at me and refs the, the affection of Carmelo's defense. Okay. He goes, well, somebody asked Mark Jackson, uh, what teams have I coached after I stopped coaching? They become a dynasty. And he said, uh, he, <laughs> yes, he got personal. He goes, go ask Mark Jackson what coaches that I, what teams I've coached after I stopped. They become a dynasty and win championships. So I know wow. his shot was at, you know, at me about the defense. He goes, wow. so, and, and, he, and, he, and I'm missing something else. He got another jab in there as wow. well. He goes, so that's the deal. Mark Jackson never said George Carl's name. Well, you name. didn't have to, but, Calvin. Right, but see, George Carl has heard. He goes, I've heard these talks about Carmelo's defense because you know George Carl and Carmelo bumped heads, they bumped heads. at Denver. Yeah, for sure. But he just took these like, wow. He, he goes, said, and I, he, yeah, he goes, I forgot. Became. He goes, what He goes, what titles does Mark Jackson have or what's this? But defense goes, and I just don't know how the teams I stop when I leave, they don't become a dynasty and win championships. Wow. I'm waiting for Mark Jackson's response. Um, it may be tonight on television. Who knows? Or maybe Mark, considering he's trying to get another job, may just take the high road. And but wow, you never heard another coach. That's that's peer on peer. Coaches usually take this a fraternity. But I, but see, I've heard that narrative about Carl before when it went to Carmelo. It brought me back to that time because people were saying, "Yo, Carmelo's not but trying the, to play defense. He don't play defense." If I were if I were George Carl, I don't know if I would have taken that personal because Carmelo was with George Carl a long time ago. I think that's one of those things that George Carl has heard that about him before somebody else says it, and he was just having those days, and he just feel like, yo, man, you you talking about me. Because I think Gundy was trying to set him up, and Mark's like, well, maybe we need to look at some of the teams that stops that didn't make him hold him accountable to play defense. But he's playing now. Why is he playing but, it now I mean, in Portland? Some people, George Carl can have that opinion, but there's some people that feel like, hey, Steve Kerr just benefited from Mark Jackson's uh, building, that if Mark would have stayed – he would have done the same thing, especially if Kevin Durant comes. So a lot, there's plenty of people that feel like Steve Kerr's overrated. Mark Jackson could have done the same thing. Well, yeah, I mean, um, but we know that uh, George Carl don't feel that way because uh, he feels he feels like it's one of those is like man, and and you we've talked about why he hasn't got another job per se because some of the personal stuff. Uh, possibly, but um, but yeah. Let me just let let me let me just read again exactly George Carl's thing. He said, "I heard yeah. Mark Jack," and he added Mark Jackson. <laughs> he says, "I heard that's, at that's Mark Jackson." Thirty. He said, "Taking shots at my defensive coach and during tonight's broadcast. Remind <laughs> me how many All Star teams did you coach, Mark? How many wow. defensive player of the years did you coach? How many finals appearances? How many teams became dynasties right after I left? And he left it. I said, I left. That's why I want to go back and find it because he said, how many defensive players a year have you coached? And he said, how many all-stars have you? Uh, Mark Jackson uh, coached Draymond Green. No, how many final appearances and how many DPOY, defensive player of the years that you coached? I don't think Draymond won while Mark was there. but Now, and some people, there's been some people that's comment on this, but see, some people are saying, well, wait a minute. 
let's not discredit Mark Jackson all the way because if you mind, in the Nelly days in Golden State was never known for any type of defense till Mark Jackson got over right. there with the with the Clays and all that and made him play defense. But I'm like, damn, George, he didn't even he didn't even Yo, mention George, your name. George he wants at him. I respect the at. You like you're gonna have to say something. If you're gonna say something about somebody, put put a put a ad on it. Seven three six nine seven six. Don't throw what you say, don't throw a rock and hide your hand. Wow. Don't throw your rock and hide your hand. It wasn't me. <laughs> but uh we'll see. I I I'd like I said, we'll see the response for LA and Portland. We'll see what kind of uh response wow, Portland George has. Carl. I'm yeah. here for it though. Yeah. Seven three six nine seven sixty. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Jay, Sam, spinning the one and twos. Um, let's see here. Who's up here next? This next segment is going to be presented by Texas Cheer Liquor. Uh, don't forget, Texas Cheer Liquor, there is your one-stop shop for wine, cigars, and beers. They've got uh, a new location coming on the way. Make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, their flagship station is right past 211 on that way. That is Petranco, uh, right off of Petranco, and then Texas Cheer Liquor. They also, speaking of that, where What's is up? the, uh, Quavo, has he got it yet? Yeah. I guess, okay, I just making sure, yeah, just making sure to remind you. Yeah. Two locations, right the third Walmart. one on the way, we'll yeah. let you know on that. That's Texas Cheer Liquor, official sponsor the of and, the uh, and the Blue Dot. Already made, the, tequila, uh, the margarita stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay, so back to basketball, NBA. So we'll see what happens. That game three, what, tomorrow? Lakers-Portland? Lakers-Portland tomorrow. But the okay. Mavs is tonight, baby. Yeah. They bounced um, back the other night. They held them off nice. Donka Shane, man. Ain't nothing um, you can do with him. I'll tell you right now, where he's at right now and where Dirk's at, he's better than Dirk where Dirk was at through here. Oh, that's – Okay, mean, just making sure year. that – Okay, Dirk's just making sure that. was like – I'm going to go on the record, yeah. too. He will end up with more titles than Dirk for the Mavericks. Um, you know, basically. Yo, let's, let's relax. I, there's no relax to it. I mean, it's not let's that bad. It's not that. Look, man. It's this hard is, to win an NBA look, title. It's know, hard to win 16 know, games I, in the playoffs. I, I know you want to. You When we bring this up and you don't want to speed everything because you try to result and try to compare like, hey, man, you just don't give nobody that in the National Football League. No, because it's different. In the basketball, if you got two of them guys and you in this day and era that we had and one of them might be a generational player, which Luka is, they're going to – when I say – I'm not trying to count out like LeBron, three, four, five, six. When I, that could be two. Dirt got one. That could be two. And that, could, that depends on, you know, health and that depends on – Przingis, but I told you, uh, they they were aggressive know, that night in that game. Huh? It's hard to win NBA titles. I like what's surrounded about them. Uh, what's surrounded I like the around team them? I like the coach. I, I think, like the team. I, I like think the owner. Mark Cuban is going to allow Rick Carlisle to be there as long as he wants. Because uh, if he would have, if they've gone through some lean years, if he thought it was Rick Carlisle, Rick would have been gone. Uh, you know, this is a guy on Tart uh, Shark Tank. So Cuban's cutthroat. You don't care. But they bounce back. Um, honestly, full transparency, they should be up 2-0. Uh, 
Uh, but I think tonight. Did you see Paul George in the post game with the ice on his shoulder? Because he had an offshoot night. He, and he was talking about the West. He's like, hey, man. He's like, you know, the West is tough over here. Yeah, he just had that. I just was bothered because we all know he had the shoulder issue. So he showed So up. your first game you have, your first night you got way. off, and then you got you come to the podium with ice on your shoulder. I'm like, I didn't wow, catch Paul. That, that way. A good eye. I can play off P, man. Um, What's up? Przingis, I said, you know, I thought he contributed and bounced back. And the problem with that game, as they play game through the night in that game, Clippers just let uh, Clippers they let Dallas's role players get too involved and comfortable in the game. I mean, they let their bench players come out, and they, it, it was just they got too much confidence rolling, and they would just and the bench was just uh, you know just amazing against that. And again, and this is the thing with you know, and Doc Rivers stepped to the podium and said, "Hey, you know, for two games they've outplayed us. They've kind of let us do what we want to do." But at the same time, I look at Doc like, "Yo, at the end of the day." Y'all have been taking y'all's depth that I like for granted because y'all coming, oh, you know what? If the game was on the line and this was game seven or game six, Patrick Beverly would have played. But it's they they they've had this whole thing. Patrick like, Beverly's oh, always t- hurt. You t- yeah. He always running his mouth and he's always hurt. It's like you take a night off. You take a night off. And the bottom line, they in a the dog fight. I think they're in a the dog fight, but I expect the Clippers uh to bounce back uh Ooh. tonight. Uh um, we got breaking news, Kyle, off the court. Uh oh, dog! This is crazy. They gave Lori Laughlin two months in prison for that college bribe scam for fixing her daughter's admission into USC. Oh yeah, I didn't hear. I didn't know gave, the sin, but I hear she was gonna get off. Get off. And they life. gave some um, another some other dude. I don't know if it's her husband. He gave five months. Is it Gian Newley? But like, but Lori Laughlin from Full House. Was it Full House? Lori mm-hmm. Full House, mm-hmm. they gave her two months in jail for that. You could go the, to jail for that. The other, where I'm thinking, you taking this to where that's too light. I mean, that's that's too much. Yeah. What are you talking about? For Man, lying she, to get your kid in college, Rudy. They were paying. You disrupted a whole system. You damn near was in cahoots. The other guy you named, and that is the guy that I think that was running this Ponzi college scheme for whatever. I was thinking you were bringing this up to say like, damn, that's all they gave her. That that's pretty light. That's big time money with university. You just, you know what? what I mean, kids? She probably screwed over. You got to send a message somehow. You go to jail for trying to get your kid a better education? Bribery paid. They probably got on some other stuff. I'm no lawyer, but there's probably technical stuff they got. What you got to say? But jail? I mean, they were forging SAT scores, having people take tests in yeah. for their kids. I mean, it's much more than just lying. I mean, okay, it was no, a whole no, no. Scheme. But you feel that you feel that's jail worthy? Yeah, on that level, really? We're not because talking- only because there's some there's some serious crimes in this country that you can just get probation for. You got to send a message, Rudy. You know Damn. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. 
Aldi is hiring full-time store associates, part-time cashiers, and stockers starting at $16.50 with a $2 an hour seasonal premium in Falls Church and Alexandria, Virginia. We're Aldi, one of America's favorite grocery stores, and we're proud that our careers are just as award-winning as our products. Aldi is charting an aggressive growth course to become the third largest U.S. grocery retailer by store count by the end of 2022. More stores means more opportunities for you. We offer competitive pay and extraordinary benefits. Learn more about store associate roles and apply online at careers.aldi.us. Welcome to more. Aldi is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. Hundred thousand dollars worth. I mean, multiple hundreds of thousand dollars worth of fraud. I, I'm down with some fines. I don't know if we should be. I don't, I don't do know. Too much. I, don't, I don't know if we should be in jumpsuits eating oatmeal for two months or for five. Like, because the dude got five months. Well, first of all, the judge told him they don't have to come to jail till November 19th, which is like that's always weird to me. Like, now if I go to my ass, go to jail, they taking me as soon as I get sentenced. You they have ain't going to tell me I get to come on November 19th. You'd have to, I have to clarify this with the other person you named it, if I'm not mistaken. Massimo Giannulli. He's the guy that basically orchestrated this. And you got to understand, this guy was running this for like the last 15, 20 years. He had this little hustle scam going for like 50, making a lot oh. of money. Five months. You say he got five months? Yeah. That's kind of light, too. Her counterpart, the one on Desperate Housewives, Eva Longoria's sidekick, she got 10 days. I think she served. She ended up finding 10 days. She got okay, hers so out of the way. maybe I'm taking this a little too light, man. I'm sure somebody with kids in school, Rudy, what the hell? I'm just like, they. You, you act like this is somebody saying, no, he did his homework. <laughs> and he really didn't. No, man. This ain't, this ain't that, man. 736-9760. You listen to the sports grind. We'll be back. Say my name, say my name. If no one is around you, say baby, I love you. If you ain't running game, say my name, say my name. You acting kind of shady. Calling me baby, why the sudden change? Say my name, say my name. If no one is around you, say baby, I love you. If you ain't running game, say my name, say my name. You acting kinda shady, ain't calling me baby. Better say my name. Another day, I would call, you would say, baby, how's your day? But today, ain't it the same? Every other word. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J. Sam spin the one and twos. All right, man. Yeah, um, we got we got some confirmation that Giannulli is her husband. He got five months. Okay, it's her husband. Okay, I wonder how much time the guy. I thought that'd be too light for the guy that actually responded, the mastermind behind this, the guy and, uh, that was getting paid for doing this. Yeah, and Mark Jackson has responded. He has responded. What did he say? He said, quote, wasn't even thinking of you. By the way, I never lost to you in the playoffs or as a player or as a coach. God bless you and yours. You know what? I did. <laughs> Somebody brought that up because Mark did beat he did beat his nuggets with that Golden State team, I think. He did beat George Carl. Well, with that no, nugget. see, that's that remember that beef started. Remember when they played Golden State and Denver played? Iguodala allegedly went to Kashi 6-9 and was like, hey, man, George Carl was trying to hurt, wanted to try and hurt Steph Curry. And then, remember, Iguodala ended up going to Golden State that year after that, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So there's some history Yeah, there's some that. history over there because Iguodala snitched and said George Carl told us to kind of maybe slide a foot up under Steph or something. Remember, that's when Steph was having bad know. ankle issues. And then next thing you know, Iguodala's a, a warrior and the rest is history. 
Because of because I because Carmelo bumped heads with it. Did uh did Iverson play under Carl George Carl right? Yes, and, uh, I think so. Because I Pretty don't sure. think that that went well Pretty either. Sure. But uh, yeah, I was just like, damn. When I saw that, I was like, damn, George Mark didn't even mention you in the telecast. Like, how did you <laughs> like you just why I'm watching this telecast and I hear the shots taken at me about Carmelo. That lets me know it really bothers him because he's Carl's not the that ain't the first time he's heard that and he just wanted to address it then. That's what that tells me. But anyway, seven three six nine seven sixty. All right. So also um again, full transparency. We're totally off on that Oklahoma and Rocket series. You think we're off? Oh yeah, and that's why we had the caller said, "Can we? Can I ask y'all what? What? Why y'all are picking the OKC? What makes you think we're Houston? They just, I just think Gallinari not being really in this spot too often, and Chris Paul. And I do think Chris Paul is being a little bit too passive. I told you uh, he is. That was a good eye. I watched and paid attention to game two and really what they would need to do to pull up this upset or Vance, and they're up 2-0 without Westbrook. I don't anticipate to see Westbrook back until they lose a game uh, to Houston, uh, to Oklahoma, uh, but they're out and running. Um, also, um, the Heat, man, Miami, 2-0. they took control. Jimmy Butler's the best. He, he's the best of a player on that court at the time. That's the difference, yes. and, 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 and I don't know um, – how much of double team that they did see it throw at them. But right now, I mean, Miami's very good defensively. Indiana has had struggles of scoring the ball toward the end of the season, even before the stop came with COVID, and they've had a struggle. And really, when you run up against a good defensive team like Miami, uh, and, and you know, they can sh- Miami can shoot the three also. They got a mix of young and vet. Esposa's won a, won a championships. Yeah. That Miami's a threat to come out of this East. I, that's what? why I think so. Just because the way, they, the way they shoot the three and the way they play defense. Like I said, Milwaukee's going to come back and gentlemen sweep Orlando. They dominated him yesterday. I do think that that's going to be the tale of the rest of that series. Orlando just did. I mean, they play good defense. I brought that to the attention. They just don't have enough guns to deal with Milwaukee. But I think Milwaukee still has warts. And I, even if they get past them, that's why I say a team like Miami or whoever. I think they would play in the second round. That I think it'll be Bucks Heat next year. Yeah, round. that that's gonna be a battle. Uh because Giannis is gonna see the wall like no other come Miami, the Heat, the way they play. Eagle Dollar, they've got bodies that they can throw at them. Uh that's gonna be probably the the collision course. I think Orlando's done in five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um but let me get to the real people that I wanna slice up. Who you wanna slice up? And that's uh that's the seventy sixers and Embiid. Okay. Let me tell you something, man. That even though I picked Boston and Boston was the the favorite, I'm really gonna be the, tonight's game is very very important to the 76ers. They're gonna lose this series. They're probably gonna lose it in five. But when you, you get beat by 30, when you get beat like you did in the effort, now you can sit there and talk about last night domination of Lakers and Portland, but you can go back and say, look, Portland's played five games. They've had to win to get in. They've done this. Dame's this. Like they were doodling. The effort that the 76ers put out there in game two to get ran out the building and really a game that you want to tie the series up and everything, that was embarrassed. There was no lack of effort. They did not try whatsoever. Everybody from Boston, like Boston ain't that good. Like Boston's good, but the way they dominated Philly, and I understand those Simmons and everything, and it's sad because he's from this backyard. He's, you know, like I said, Brett Brown's going to pay the price for this. But at the end of the day, this is on – uh, Embiid, and I said it a few weeks Damn, ago. Damn, it's Finn, on Embiid, Rudy. The problem is, is that for one, 
And Bede is never – look, he's had some – we know the whole trust the process that Philly did. Right. We know when he was hurt, they sandbag, they put him out, they put him out. But since he's been Hulu for live sports, marketing <laughs> genius on social media, he's never got himself in the right type of shape to play when it's time to play. Brett Brown is having to get him – rest like this is a time to where Boston doesn't really have that true size Simmons is out you've got we've we've stopped for four months and didn't play basketball you've got to be playing damn near 38 35 40 minutes of you trying to get past this team true and Brett Brown's having to sub him and watch his minutes because it's either my ankle this and this the problem at Philly and you think about about that time they've got two stars and Ben Simmons and Embiid, that in my opinion, they haven't took their craft that serious enough to really be the leaders to lead a team to a championship. Their generational talent, I think both of them, I wasn't high on Simmons as much as you were, but the question with Simmons' dedication to his outside shot, him wanting to shoot the three, how much his work, Bede from not, for one, and this is another thing, I've never seen a superstar on Embiid's level that has his talent on any team, as long as I've paid attention to the NBA, that, that ends up on the ground as much as in B. Simmons. He's steady picking his ass <laughs> off the ground, man. Like, that's embarrassing. I'm telling you, Boston go Yo, out. Like, so Boston's, Boston's favored by five points tonight. That tell, They go out and get a blowout tonight, and that means it's going to be swept. And, and fortunately, Brett Brown, because that kind of falls a sword on him, because – uh, who, who's my man? Uh, Elton Brand. Elton Brand. He can't. You can't sit there and want to. You've got to look at a coaching change before you blow up Simmons and beat. Even though I think it doesn't work, it doesn't work with Brett. Brown. You're not the only person that thinks that, Kyle. You ain't the only person that feels that. That way. was disgusting. That's the worst. That's the worst effort of the bubble. Out of any, non-playoff teams that are not playing anymore, that's the worst effort of the bubble out of any game I've seen. I agree with that. That man. was pathetic, man. They quit. They quit on Brett Brown, and like it, that, that was it. That was just it. it. It was a layup line. Tonight's effort. This is probably the biggest game in Embiid's and Brett Brown in well, that whole ten years uh, career tonight. Well, Toronto won, so they're up three zero. So they're probably going to sweep. If you feel like Boston has a chance to sweep, that sets up t- Toronto Boston second round. That's gonna that's be a, a tough one, dinger. right? Uh, that's going to be a humdinger. And speaking of Toronto, you see the truth and the facts. We didn't touch on it. You see the truth and the facts that came out about uh, the uh, but my uh, my guy, the jury. Yeah, the, yeah the, man. The, and this is the thing, like, this officer had everybody believe in them. A jury did something to him because yeah, he, he was him. because he's suing them. And then we get the first of all, why did the video take so long? The body cam that they get probably legal. Why does video? No, I mean, there's a lot of different. There's there's, there's a view from um, up top, mm-hmm. and then there's the body cam, but. He pushed Majuri twice, and while Majuri was trying to show him his, he was trying to show him his credential. He, and he pushed him back, and he and he counted. He sued him and said that hey, he was felt attacked and violated. And my thing is like, man, you forgot you had a body cam, but he 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 was justified, and he, you know we we saw the truth. So shout out to him, because uh, my question with him is how long does he stay in Toronto? Because everybody, and their mom is going to be trying to get him. Um, you know, Kenny Smith said that he met. He said Kenny Smith said he was the first guy that brought Kenny in the office. And Kenny's like, "What do you want to talk to me? What you want to meet me about?" And he told Kenny Smith, "He's like, man, you got a talent to be in the front office somewhere." He goes, "Let me teach you. Let me go." And Kenny said, "Because Kenny, they talked the the TNT crew talked about it, and Kenny was just saying like, when this report came out, it didn't make sense to me. It didn't sound right because he's not that type of man of character. But Toronto, Boston, second of the series, that would be a so hell of a thing. So you think OKC's getting swept? 
I, when is that? When they play again tomorrow? Tomorrow. Or tomorrow? They, I think maybe five, Rudy. I, I just think yeah. Houston. Um, like I said, we uh, the defense they can play, and I just think that Chris Paul's. I don't know what he, a little bit too passive, and and again. He's relying on Gallinari, a guy that's battled injuries in the NBA and hasn't been in this spot too much. I say five at most, and and until Oklahoma beats them, I don't think you're going to see Westbrook. But you can tell are they West- playing better without him. Here we go with that. No, I'm asking like, are, is there, are they better? Because the thing that we're not talking about, and I know I think his name is Dustin. Is it Dustin that says, "Hey, watch out for Houston. They're my sleeper." I don't know who Dustin, right? So it's Dustin. The thing that Dustin brought up, and the thing that I'm starting to see in these two games. They're actually they're actually attempting to play defense. Yeah, I've been they're saying they can beat defense. the defense in the stretches. They can, they they do the stretch yeah. that they play that their defense but is the, certain stretches. Uh, the Lakers got the tough side of the bracket for sure. No disrespect to the Mavs. No disrespect to Denver and Houston. I mean Denver and Utah. But the I winner mean, out of this play, the, the Lakers would play, would, play, would play Houston next. So they would go from Portland. You go from Dame Lillard to James Harden, whereas. The Clippers got the Mavericks and then the winner of Denver, Utah. And see, I don't think Westbrook, you see Westbrook in this series until they lose a game. I think if they can get through Oklahoma without Westbrook, I think you continue to rest that, and you don't see him until they they, they drop a game here. Yeah. But I did expect a better effort in Oklahoma. I expected at least be 1-1. Uh, but after that game one, I just felt like, man, they're not going to win this series in the long run. I didn't really think they maybe go down 0-2, but they did, and it looks like it would probably be over in four or five, but um, also uh, who else? We talked about the Mavericks and the Clippers. It's going to be very interesting how the Clippers bounce back tonight. Um, you know that this is it. It's going to be interesting how the Mavericks. What's Doc uh, going to do? What is what adjustments they need gonna, to do? They need to move the ball. It's an all one on one. I'm I'm watching Kawhi. I'm the, that take turn basketball don't work, man. Especially against a coach like Rick Rick Carlisle. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love Kawhi Leonard. But this ain't the Eastern Conference, and you're not gonna just one on one people to death, especially against Rick Carlisle. They better find a way to move the ball. They better get. They better. They better get a boot, a kick in their ass because the Mavericks are coming to play and they got nothing to lose. Well, I think if the Clippers are who I think they are, after they watching, have to get they haven't been able to get stops on demand after watching their neighbors last night against Portland. This will tell you a lot about the Clippers tonight. That makes sense. They, you, you, you got to. I'm pace. not saying you got to beat them down like they beat Portland down, but you got to come out and send a message tonight and try to win this that. game and not take it to fourth quarter because you let Dallas hang around and keep it around. Luca is. I mean, he. I mean, he's ho- he's gathering team gatherings at the bubble. He took him on a bowling trip down there, and they're saying like a guy that this young. That these veterans are buying into, and I'm just thinking the whole time. I kept telling my girls, like, man, Mark Cuban got him one. He found him. <laughs> now San Antonio have a hard time swallowing that man for some years to well, come. Well, that's because that's what happens oh. when you get a top three pick. San Antonio never in that position. Okay, man, well, I'm not gonna let you keep uh, what that card, man. That's a fact. All right, man. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back.
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Spin, the one and twos. And this next segment, uh, let's see who's up here. This next segment is going to be presented by Dr. Fex. Keep in mind, for only $200 to $250, that's going to get you six months of protection. They'll spray your vehicles, boats, jet skis, and big thing, that's for six months. And if you book this month, uh, you'll receive one vehicle for free. Give them a call. The number is one 509 Again, that's one 509 That is Dr. Fex, official sponsor of the sports And program. they want me to tell people, especially the kid, people that have the kids that have to go to school, that are already going back, that are actually in school physically, hmm. you want to get your home sprayed. You know how kids can be. So yeah. just keep that in mind. I mean, most kids aren't, but there are a few private schools that kids are going, and if so... You may want to get your home disinfected. Well, I know one thing. I know they, speaking of school, getting back with guys, most people will be back on uh, Saturday, I mean, Monday. But I know some schools, they take with, even if you stand virtual, they take an attendance this time. Because that last time when this hit us and got caught with a pants down, kids all stay home, you know, as you log on virtual, you have okay if yeah. you log in. Now it's like, nope, it's attendance. Yeah. So, yeah. So Monday. Late. Yeah, my 12 year old starts uh, Monday. But on iPad or whatever. Hmm. All right. So um so that's tonight. We'll see how the Clippers respond against Dallas. Right now in action, Utah bless you. Right now in action, Utah uh and Denver is getting on. Utah has the early lead. Um the nine to five early lead. That game just got going. That's on the first Con- quarter. Back? I think he beat I think he's out of quarantine. He's back. He wouldn't had his baby, right? He wouldn't had his oh, he wouldn't okay. had his child, so he had to come back. But I think he's out. Okay. Also, uh, what else we got going on? Who else is the most? So we got Celtics and Sixers. I talked about that. Clippers and Mavs. Raptors was um, victorious, one seventeen to ninety two. Uh, they continue like I've, I've been saying. I think you know since the bubble started, they've been the better looking, consistent team uh, than anybody. You know that includes. I think Lakers have looked kind of bad. They looked great last night. Clippers have struggled. I think I really think it's Toronto now. Whether that result them going back to the finals and winning the championship, we don't know. And the matchups tomorrow. Who do we have on the docket tomorrow? Real quick before we move from That's the gonna NBA. It's going to be Lakers, Portland. So Pacers and Heats in that game, that series right there is two zero. Rockets, Thunder, Lakers, and Trailblazers. The late night cap. Yeah. And then Bucks and Magic. Right. Um, out That's tomorrow. Tomorrow. So we'll see how that. How that pans out. Seven three six nine seven. See the Capitals are up out of here. Talking about uh, hockey. Yeah, yeah. They they uh, uh, was that the pretty, Islanders did them four one. Yeah, that was a gentleman sweep. What the hell and was I, up with the Stars game, Sam? They, seven to three. They were down three zero. Ex- that was an exciting game. Yeah, they, were they back. down three zero and then scored seven unanswered? Man, not only down three zero, so they gave up three goals in the first six minutes before they even had a shot on goal. Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. 
and then end up going seven seven unanswered. Scored one at the end of the first, and then five in the second period, and then got one more in the third. Just dominated. the See, rest I'm not of the well game. equipped as hockey as Sam, but me watching the game as soon as it was three three, that they had the that look. They had that look of like, what the hell happened? I knew it. I didn't know they were going to pop on four more goals on it, but I knew it was ball game. Yeah, at, and the other that. coach really messed up with their goal. I mean, he he left the starter in when the stars started coming back. Got to three three. Then he pulled him, put the backup in, a guy that's never played in the playoffs, hasn't played in a game since March, didn't play at all oh in the bubble. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he looked like it. He I mean, looked he lost. Completely lost. Gave up a couple quick goals, and then, uh, I mean, like I said, stars up 6-3 into the second, and then the coach went back to the original starter what? to start. It was ridiculous. It mm. was ridiculous. He's an interim coach. He'll be gone in two days. <laughs> What do you think, Sam? Does the Canucks does the Canucks youth show tonight, or can they can they can they finish off Saint the Blues, the defending champs, or are we looking at a game seven? I think the Blues are a little too gritty. I think you're going to see a game seven there. Canucks are unproven. I mean, I mean that team has got a bunch of individual talents, but that team together hasn't ever done anything in the playoffs. I think they're still learning, sharpening their teeth. I think the Blues force a seven. Uh, Hockey and Game Sevens go together like peanut butter and jelly. It's so great. It's so great. Who else is facing elimination tonight? Yeah, I forgot who else it was. uh, That's down uh, three two as well. I forgot. And and while you look at that, if I'm not mistaken, the Islanders coach used to coach the Capitals, right? Correct. Yeah, won uh, won the Stanley Cup over there. Yeah, no wonder Mm. it was a weird hug thing afterwards. Like Vetkin was going over there hugging him after he did. He got them pretty, like you said, in five. But no, the hockey, I just think from a standpoint of visual, like the NBA, like the when you're watching on TV, NHL has done a good job. They haven't had any outbreaks, anything like that. The pressure's going to be, I'm telling you, like I I love the NFL and the Shield, but the pressure's on the NFL on how this home product's going to look. How how the product's gonna look? They've got a Agreed. different challenges than well, hockey and NBA, but like I, think I told you, got your elimination what, what you got? Oh yeah, you got uh, the Blues Canucks that we talked about, uh-huh. and then Flyers Canadians. Flyers Canadians. Okay, all right, and it's di- it's it's a different feel watching hockey with no fans either, man. Because you you don't have the reaction of where, where the things go and I mean, people ain't banging on the right, on the glass, right? It's different, but um, but no, they've done the NBA and hockey. They've done a good job for the TV experience. The NFLs, they've got. It's going to be harder for the NFL because, like I said, man, you can tell when there's hardly no fans, and you're going to have some people that have. 10,000, 15,000 fans, but you're going to have people like MetLife Stadium, the Jets and the Giants, nobody there. Green Bay, uh, they saw a dip in their tickets because they announced the first two weeks are going to be played without fans. Now, to me, I don't understand that. My thing is, like, just announce you're not going to play without fans. What are we waiting the two weeks for? Are we just pushing it back? Uh, Jerry's made it alone. There are going to be some fans in Dallas. Uh, you know, I think the Houston, Texas, they've made an, they've made a decision for the first couple weeks. They're not going to have fans in Reliance Stadium, you know? No, that's so, right. And if you think watching Houston games are tough on you, oh, now watch I that thing without I no fans. I can't watch them. Sometimes I can't watch. Deshaun Watson has made it easier, but it's tough. I don't know what it's going to be like without fans, though. Hmm. 736-9760. Do we have an update on uh, the uh, FedEx on golf or what? Or what's, what uh, I saw Dustin Johnson at the top of the leaderboard. Couple other guys that you don't know, but I know the only person you give a damn about Tiger. He's way down the list. He's down there in the thirties, forties. What 40s. about Day? What about Day? Well, Your really, what about? It, the, I'm gonna have to start paying attention on the efforts that the game with Jordan Spieth on how this is gonna go. I mean, I'm not expecting. Yeah, him you've to. been right. You right. You you on that boat? 
you like the captain of the speed ship. Like you going down with the ship, I see. Man, Dustin Johnson is in the lead at 15 under. Good Lord. On day two, where are they playing at? Wincrest? Well, what's the, what's the score? What's the score? Why is he at 15 under on day two? What is this course? What course are they at? What is this? Uh, TPC Boston must be trash. That they that they they Justin they, Thomas minus six. He's tied for twenty third. Um, the cut line. That's that's what's crazy about the cut line is at minus three. Tigers at minus three through eleven. He's at even par for the day. So. He's going to have to stay even wow, par if he's even one. That That's three? what I'm saying. This is Mickey Mouse. Like, how is he 15 under? Anyway. Either he's either he's out of his mind or this course is boo-boo. He's got two eagles, seven birdies, and five pars on the okay. day. He's at 11 under on okay. the day. Okay, he's, he's just on fire. Yeah. I ain't going gonna, 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 gonna to poop on TPC Boston then. He's just on fire. Hmm. Okay. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Crowd. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Um, all right, other things is, uh, I kind of brought this up a few weeks ago, uh, but Oscar De La Hoya has made it official. Yeah. And uh, you said, who will he fight? Don't if, if you say Canelo, Calvin, we're like, just go home early. Ain't nobody trying to watch Oscar's old-ass fight Canelo Alvarez. Well, get ready. Because it's going to happen in 2021. I believe is that's the money. Is he doing this to save Canelo? Because right now, Canelo is cold. Like, UFC is kicking their ass. Like, I've watched three or four UFC fights, fight cards, that have been more compelling than any boxing match I can remember. I'm now uh, Wilder and the big fellow. What's my man's name? Uh, Fury. Fury. Wilder and Fury, I like that. But other than that, boxing has been kind of mm, no, whatever. It's, it's been down. UFC's kid, like you know, I I know it'll never really catch it totally. But is this to help Canelo? Because I went like really think about it. When's the last time we talked about Canelo? Okay, look, he's cold right now. First look. of all, Canelo gets a raw deal. You know, I like Canelo. Oh uh, first of all, Oscar doesn't, from what I've heard, there's no financial trouble. There's nothing no. like that. But this is what I will tell you. The reason why I think, because you got to keep in mind, and the diehard boxing guys that follow this uh, more than even we do will let you know that there's been a rift a little bit between Canelo and De La Hoya behind About the scenes. About what? They don't know? I don't know what it has to do with um you know, somebody that follows it more closely, I have to tell you, but I know that they haven't had the best of business. They continue to take the high road and do business, but they haven't really seen eye to eye. So that's the reason why some conspiracy people out there feel like we could be seeing a fight between those two in 2021. Now, that's their theory. My theory is this. I do believe Oscar, when he's saying the competitive, like he said, look, 
I've thought about this before. He said that Pacquiao fight really sticks with him to this day. And he said that Roger Mayweather is the only guy that can get him out of bed at 5 o'clock in the morning right now. That's just the respect he had for Because you got to think, De La Hoya is worth about $300 million, $250, 300 somewhere, somewhere over there. I don't think it's financial, but I will tell you this. The reason why I would say a Canelo or another big name, whether it's Floyd or whatever, because – when you sit Why not back, fight Floyd? I don't want to see him fight Canelo. Well, first of all, either when they fight, it's gonna be it's gonna be big money to pay. When you sit back and you see, as you speak of, a UFC guy and Conor McGregor go make a hundred million to fight F- Floyd. When you see you see Floyd make some of these paydays, and Oscar, even though I'm not bigger of an Oscar fan, people know this. Listen to the show long enough, know that he's he's boy he was box office, and I think sure. he basically will still be box office. And they would break. I don't. I'm not gonna go further. Say break pay for you records, but they would cash in a lot of money to see Canelo and De La Hoya. Now, honestly, for as long as De La Hoya's been off in his age, that's a hell of a challenge to basically take on to somebody Canelo at his age and his power. But Oscar said, "Hey, look, my time is probably off, but one thing you don't probably. lose." He goes, "He goes, my power ain't gone nowhere." He goes, "I thought about doing this a few Dog, years ago." Canelo is. You got to remember, Canelo's coming into his grown man strength. Like, that would be embarrassing. He better, if he want to walk out there alive, he better fight Floyd because we all know Floyd don't really have knockout power anymore. He don't want no parts of that young boy, man, full of testosterone. He'll beat the dog doo-doo out of Oscar. Well, who the hell yeah. you want to fight? He going he gonna to have to take on somebody that's basically me, been in the game longer. More pay-per-view buys. Oscar Floyd, Roy and Tyson. Oscar Floyd. Really? Yeah, because the first fight, the one only Roy time they and Tyson fought, are just as big. Rudy Tyson Bates. is just as big as Floyd. Okay, well, first of all, Floyd's the X factor in this because Floyd ain't been away from the game as long as Roy Jones. Floyd's still and, in great shape. He's still in great shape, but I think as good as that fight was between the first one between De La Hoya that and should have been a draw. And not only that, I don't know about that. Should have been a draw. I disagree with that. I've watched but anyway, that fight a few times. Go ahead. But due to the fact that they would almost be coming in at an even thing, Floyd a little bit more, but they would both be coming out of retirement to fight each other. I just think, and, and honestly, with the Roy Jones and the Mike Tyson deal, I think Mike Tyson, that this is more than just some type of thing promoting his new business or charity thing. Yeah. I think Mike Tyson sees a big payday potentially too. I mean, if that's all oh, you know, yeah, the it's a big I, 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 but I'm saying that if he gets past Roy Jones, I'm thinking Tyson is using this as a step to see he's training too hard from my eyes. Like you think to, Mike to, trying to come back, come back. I think to come back, not to go fight three, four go fights, fight but Wilder Fury. I think that. I mean, the guy, the way he's trained, the shape that he's in, like you got to think when Mike them Tyson, boy, them young boys will wear Mike out. Mike only got to get you one time. Really. Probably not not to fight no 10, 12 rounds, but he could probably, right. he would have to win it in the first four or five rounds or four rounds. But the way, if you look at like hangover Mike Tyson, when he was in hangover he's totally and all the things, his body, Mike started to pick up a little. If you see Mike now, Mike is like he's training. Like I'm, I'm thinking like, damn, did we did we freeze Customata? I, I mean, is he frozen or something? Like, I like haven't he, seen Mike train like that since. He's but, thinking about yeah. the bigger picture. He's using Roy. I think Roy don't know what he's getting into. I Roy's Roy, pissed they moved the fight back. Roy wanted to keep it in September. Man, Roy probably been uh, fighting chickens and doing the ring commentary. I, I don't know about Roy. Don't his training don't look like Mike. <laughs> I mean, Roy. Roy looked like he's he's Apollo about to come in with the flags and everything else. 
playing I Live in America and come down and this is and, and Tyson's the Russian looking at him like, all right, you think this exhibition? I don't know if Roy knows what he's signing up for, man. Me that's just my opinion. Are you going to watch it? Of course. Yeah, that's easy for you to say. You got the you got the stick. You gonna bootleg. You gonna you gonna steal. Well, I don't steal. steal. I don't steal pay per view fights, man. That's against <laughs> the law. Yeah, but you wonder like, damn, she going to jail for that? Just too much. Uh, for no, that I for got killed kids? on. I got killed on Twitter for that. People are coming after me. Rudy, you're crazy. Look, this lady got this. It got off easy. Think so. about Tommy that basically knew damn well he fought his ass on the swimming team to get a scholarship. And he's supposed to be going to school, but this chick from Full House, <laughs> daughter didn't even swim, wasn't even on no high school, and you got these damn coaches who, there's coaches that participate in this scam too, knowing damn well these kids wasn't in swimming and golf and tennis in high school, but oh, okay, man, they really good, didn't play one, this is all about paid. Lucky she got off two months. But anyway, um, back to the situation at hand. So yeah, Oscar made it official, we'll see. But it's the time of the comebacks, man. I mean, Oscar, it doesn't shock me uh, too much. I'm telling you, you better fight Floyd. If you fight Canelo, it's going to get bad. Canelo going to leave the ring crying because he just beat the crap out of his mentor. He'll be like, I didn't want to, man, but he wouldn't go down. Them Padres, four grand slams and four ninths. I don't know when that's ever happened. Is that that all against the Rangers? Yeah, it's the first time a team... (laughs) First yeah, time Sam a team say, yeah, a home, uh, grand slam in four straight games. Yeah, Sam gonna be like, yeah, Cal, you keep talking about these. Tatis. Man, they're hyping the that Rangers kid up, get. man. Yeah. That's what they get for talking about those unwritten rules and complaining for about real. Tatis. Tatis. Yeah, you see Reggie Jackson came to Tatis' favor. I mean, to his defense, pretty He's much. The face right now. He's doing his thing. 736-9760. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. This last segment is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Tiger Sanitation, if you're looking for a job, they're a great company to work for. They do a lot of stuff in the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, I couldn't find I had it saved the computer, and it went down to the top 20 uh, wide receiver projected list. I only brought it up oh, to yeah. just because let you know, give you some transparency. I think – CD Lamb was number five, four with the really? with the biggest impact. Yeah, I think he was like five, four, um, and of course number one, Henry Ruggs or Judy. Excuse me? Judy, man, number one. Well, you There's were the one that you were high on Ruggs. I'm you still wanted Ruggs. No, Sam and you basically said this was Al Davis pick no, and Ruggs is going to hit. No, Sam go Sam go on to it. <laughs> Ruggs is going to probably do his thing up there. Car can get him the ball. That look, there's speed in AFC West. You got guys that run four or five. You got tight ends that's running four threes, five at speed over there. I'm hearing a lot of good things coming out of the camp. That connections up there. They there was oh a coach up God. there in Denver that was asking, um, talking to a coach at Alabama, assistant coach, off the record this week when camp started. He said, "Hey man, what do you think about Judy?" He said he's the best player on the team. He's like, wait best a minute, man. You team. mean the best rookie guy? He goes, "No, nah, he's the best player you got on the team." Now you got to think. There's Chubb over there. There's Von Miller. The routes, like Vic is playing this thing, had him going against the twos and the threes. He's making them look silly. He's trying to bring them into the fold, but he's making them look silly. They said the separation he's had, you got to think 
Kareem Jackson kind of played at Alabama kind of when he was a freshman. He's seen his growth. But the way I'm looking at this and what I'm hearing, court and sudden, you know, come contract time, you think you get these big numbers, you don't know to ask for too much around kind of Cortland. He's the number one, but you don't talk that big money, and Judy got Judy on that contract. A lot of things coming out of Denver, man. Tom Davis. might not be worth a damn. Man, locks that guy. I mean, I'm not trying to put he I ain't trained. He's the top three. I'm not saying putting a yellow jacket on him. But for what they've been searching for, he's he's, still he's the got the four, he's still the, the fourth best QB in that division. I'm not going to argue with you anything on that because we've got to see. He's got to go out and prove it. But uh, there's there's some things that's going down over there that's special on that offensive side. A lot of weapons and speed. Mm. Also, um, I'm going to do one of your numbers when we come back here Monday. Who's up two one? Lakers or Trailblazers? Lakers. Okay. I think the Lakers take control. Okay. Um, and. What's the Clippers, next Denver. What's the well, Clippers, Denver, they play they're gonna play tonight and then Sunday, right? So yeah. that has a chance to be I think that one comes back two two. Do you have the Clippers winning tonight? Because well, if Dallas, Dallas wins is, tonight, well, they're Dallas in is at home. So I'm Man, gonna take Dallas. They all at home. <laughs> exactly. They all at home. All it means is the uniform the the uniform. Hey, what shoe deal Luca got? Them is some nice he's, white he's green with, shoes. Uh, he's with Nike got. right now. Is yeah. he Nike? He's mm-hmm. Nike. But they're yeah. still in the works of like developing his shoe. Like he's kind of has like an exclusive colorway for certain shoes that Nike already has. But they're in, they're developing his shoe as we speak. Was that right? Is that pretty much how it is. Yeah. Like he has his own shoe right now, but it's not a. It's his shoe. It's like his own colorway. But they're gonna come out with the Luca. Uh, trust me, Nike's and, working, and- especially with the bubble he's having. By the time we get back, which Adam Silver said December first may be too soon. He may be looking oh, to push. Oh no! Yeah, he's a, yeah. But by the time we start next season, Luca will have a Luca. Will he have a lot of TV commercials? You start. Yeah, seeing? he's a, come on, man. Yeah, this is about to get crazy. It's it's about to get crazy. It's about to be like remember how Nash had his run? It's gonna be like that. Mm, man. But on steroids. Hmm. Okay. All right, man, that's a wrap. Special thanks for the producers of the show, Rudy J, myself, yes, Calvin, Sam, Spin the One or Two, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off Monday morning, freeze the snooze button for you out the rack. Just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See y'all next week. about mcdonald's all day can't get it off my mind i can already taste it Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some mickey d's deal there's a deal for every moment at mcdonald's right now get two of your favorites for just 350 mix and match a classic mcchicken a hot and spicy mcchicken or a juicy mcdouble price and participation may vary cannot be combined with combo meal single item at regular price 